Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 177 of Let's Play, which also is the season three finale. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we have an extra large co-host crew today. We have Mirna and Sadie and Sabra and Ocean, and we're all super excited to discuss this. It'll be our final Let's Play episode for, for a couple months, I guess. Don't remind me. <laughs> Did she come out and say anything? Do we have any idea how long it's going to be? I don't think so. I mean, I have All a right. in like two days, but I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this time I do want to read through the panels that come before because they're relevant. We have, um, this is really early. You can tell by the art style. Mangi, and not Mangi, sorry, Sam. Sam's sitting on a bus and there's this totally sweet gentleman next to her who we thought was just a nice guy. He's probably <laughs> a nice guy-ish. Right. Yeah. We thought he was a random nice guy. Yeah, no. I always called him the Ghibli man because he looks like the nice guy in the Ghibli film. Aww. You know, like there's always a nice old man somewhere. That's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, he's just, you know, this is his route on the bus. He goes shopping every day, apparently. Giving her a little bit of sage advice. <clears throat> yeah, he's just sitting next to her. She says, Excuse me. And then there's another flashback a little later where he's, uh, you know, he gives her advice. She's like, Excuse me, miss. You've been saying you're a deal. Are you all right? And she says, oh, I was just thinking about someone. She's blushing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, such a lucky man to have a lovely young lady thinking of him. It reminds me of, I was your age. Very cute. Right? So nice and innocent. <laughs> and then well, we meet- sinister now that we know he's telling her dad. It's like, yeah, it's cute now, but he's like going to her dad and being Is like, anybody else just livid? <laughs> yes. So mad. I my know. eye twitching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care like how nice you are I just I cannot somebody who is like observing somebody else for their parents a full adult at that I just I got a question your morals there I really do oh, there's so many issues with their morals so yeah let's let's go through the episode and discuss it because there's a lot of people who are working for Mr. Young so we are on the bus and we see this gentleman again with his groceries and he is stopping he gets off at corporate park he goes into young technologies and lucy's there she's like oh, it's monday really hope nothing weird happens today <laughs> i have the energy to deal with it she herself my friends are nurses and you, you know i guess when they're you're working in the yard ER, you never say oh it's quiet tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah quick knock on wood <laughs> yep mm-hmm. and this gentleman comes in he's like good morning mrs mr youngin uh yeah he is but i don't think he's ready for visitors yet and i was like oh good he's here just Waltzes into the office. <laughs> oh, like, Already, me, you know something's something's mm-hmm. not right. Like, all right, I'm sure he'll want to hear what I have to say. And Mr. Young is typing. He's sitting in front of the portrait of Mrs. Young, and he, this old gentleman comes in. Good morning, a pleasure seeing you. He's like Agent Four. Oh, what are you doing here? Okay. Agent four, our first. Tip-off. We knew when we saw agent one that it could possibly mean that there's more agents, but now we're just like four agents. Are you kidding me? I know, like we. I mean, 
he got to figure he's got more than one agent, but four. 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 Who he's... needs four? Apparently. Apparently, he needs a lot more than four. Apparently, him. Yeah. He's like, uh, the peachy pumpkin poo protection protocol was disbanded. Continues typing. Just good, good news. We, we're happy to hear some progression. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I saw that. Shame. It was such a cushy job escorting your daughter to and from work on the bus. Not a bad little earner. Certainly not an awful supplement to my retirement. Um, do you think so nice like- of him to say escorting instead <laughs> of spying on? Yeah. Do you think he was like a detective or a private eye or something in his? I don't think he needs to be. He could be, but I don't think he needs to be. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be a private eye to sit on the bus, go run to daddy and tell tell him what his daughter's doing. He thought of wonder, like. What is a guy like that going to do if something kicks out? She gets kidnapped or something. <laughs> What's he going to do? Throw his vegetables at her? I don't know. <laughs> you never yeah. know. My swim coach back when I was a kid was like a very, he was wasn't very tall, just very unassuming. He ended up working for Blackwater when I was <laughs> like for a while. So you never know. I don't know. What what was Blackwater? Yeah, what is that? Sorry. It's. You know, like, how they had a bunch of, like, contractors go overseas in, like, Iraq and Afghanistan to help fight the war? Those mm. guys. Mm. Those are uh, that's okay. water. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, I wonder if he has any extra yeah. skills that we just don't know about. I mean, we thought he was just a nice old man. Turns out to be an agent. So maybe he's not just a nice old man, but he's also gifted with self-defense. He's just, like, peel his face off and he's a... Uh... <laughs> You'd be surprised though. I also grew up like right on the base, like right next to the base where they trained a bunch of like where they trained every single Navy SEAL goes through training in Coronado, California, which is like 10 minutes from where I grew up. And um, I used to work on that base and stuff like that. Some of these guys are just so unassuming. One of the, one of the instructors. Their job to be unassuming. Exactly. One of the guys that um, was one of the teachers, he's, he was a reti- he was a Navy SEAL, but he also was teaching, like, the new generation. That was just, like, you know, his job at the time. We used to call him, like, the sexy librarian of them because he just <laughs> he looked like he would, like, he looked like he would work in a library or be, like, a professor with tenure at some, you know, he, did, he was so unassuming looking, and he probably killed a bunch of people, you know, like, you never know. So maybe this he guy looks is- like he's killed a few people. Those <laughs> eyes look shifty now. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Maybe he has. He's just retired. Military yeah. retirement doesn't pay much. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Young kind of thinks so because he kind of goes forward. What's in the bag? So. <laughs> yeah. So and he says, well, help she's a wholesome person with no outrageous lifestyle. Probably the easiest detail I've been assigned. So he's definitely done this before. He's done it more than once. Yeah. He says, even easier since you didn't take the bus the last week, which is now that's helping with the timing because I'm like, I totally they told you it's going only one week. That's insane. How their their sexual nothing. relationship has been one week. That's insane. Now that you think about it like that. Nah, I still think it's been like a million. Years. It feels like a million years. Which is like, please. I started reading this comic when my youngest daughter was still nursing, and she'll be in kindergarten next year. So <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. Don't stop. Wow. I'm not even going to think about what was life like when I started reading this. <laughs> that's, that's a really cute way to measure things. 
Mm-hmm. And he scratches his head. And Mr. Young, I love his line now. He's like, yes, I'm aware of that fact. And I've been told I'm not allowed to be upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is absolutely the kind of salty thing that my dad would say. But yeah, right. my mum shouldn't know about it. My mum is so yeah. tiny and sweet and unassuming. And um, yeah, she's absolutely terrifying if you get on the wrong side of her. So my dad will get told off for something and then sit here and go, yo, I'm not allowed to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny. But good for him, you know, good for him that he is like sticking to Mrs. Young's advice and, you know, decided to stand and not interfere any longer. So at least. Miss Young is just sitting there like in her portrait watching over him. Just like glaring at him. Surprised she doesn't glare at him in through the portrait in this. Yeah, that would be a good fourth wall break for the future. Yeah. Mongi, are you watching? <laughs> yep. Good idea there. He's like, so why are you here to see me? And then he lifts out the gentleman lifts out a file out of his grocery bag and says, Ah, well, we could say I'm here as an independent consultant. I think you'll be interested in what this dossier has for you hands it to him he's like what else do you have in the bag a gun <laughs> like nope my groceries <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cute so and he's like what am i looking at and then he says the records you're viewing were collected by a few p5 agents am i supposed to know what p5 is is that his like, organization that's that he works for peachy pumpkin P's. P's protocol oh okay fine. Yeah, yeah five p <laughs> there's oh. five p's all together <laughs> never mind never mind and we see a picture of this young dude with brown hair over his eyes uh doesn't look like a very happy guy he says his name is john tuttle his elias or alias is scope creep online and he's a professional blackmailer i called some friends in the police did a few checks on him but that makes me think that he was working in some kind of security or whatever before right yeah he definitely has a background you're right yeah right he has charges for trespassing voyeurism and multiple restraining orders They've tried to get him for extortion, but none of the charges stick due to his high-power attorney. <laughs> Do we know is? Who can it what be? What is he doing to afford these, this attorney? <laughs> or who is he related to, anyway? Hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, slimy high-power attorney representing Check. slimy person. Yeah, we have our guesses. <laughs> a real piece of work and not the kind of guy you want on your bad side and we see a picture of him with a camera which we've seen that camera throughout the, the story and the hat yep and the hat. Like we've seen this silhouette with the hat haven't we mm, yeah i believe so his yep. face looks familiar too but i don't know if that was just me because i read I think the episode a few times i think that's just art okay yeah. and he's like hmm. mr young's like he sounds like trouble but what does this have to do with me? I haven't done anything a black male could use against me, which good for you, Mr. Young. It's good. Except spy on your daughter. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Oh, you could totally hold that. I'm going to tell your daughter what you did. Right. <laughs> yeah, but would she be surprised? Could you use that as leverage? Or would she be, just should be like, yeah. She should be livid. She, she probably would be. expect it from her. I don't know if she would expect it from her father. Yes, he's eccentric. <laughs> But would you actually, I didn't expect it from him. Mm. And I saw his crazy behavior. Mm. This is yeah. beyond the pale. This is just mm-hmm. weird. Especially the more, more we get into it. And he says, and I highly doubt I appeal to your average voyeur. Well, 
some Let's Play fans would contest that, but okay. Right. <laughs> we saw that that body like way back in Hawaii or something and you were jumping on your wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> funny. I've seen the yeah. He's like, do you recognize the building in that picture? Takes a closer look. He's like, hmm. And then he's like, that's, that's my daughter's building. And he gasped. <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, so cute. And the gentleman's like, a number of agents have witnessed him in the same locale as your daughter, including her apartment building. We don't have confirmation that she is his target, but his online status indicates he's currently shadowing someone. And with the 5P protocol disbanded, we are no longer able to surveil the situation. You can understand why I brought this to your attention. And Mr. Young goes, ballistic. His <laughs> eyes are black. Yeah. I do not think we've seen scarier eyes than these eyes right here. Right? It's the things that do it. I just, uh, very, uh, he likes, he likes to break things. Yeah. Very destructive. Like super yeah. destructive. At least his destructive his abusiveness is towards <clears throat> things and not people. Yeah. Because this kind of anger, this this is this has issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How many things have we seen him break? Oh gosh. I don't remember. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know what that is? Tally up. <laughs> Classic displacement behaviors. Mm -hmm, just saying. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Katie. Please explain your animal behavioral perspective. Uh, displacement behaviors is something. Um, say you're having a phone call with someone and you don't really want to do a phone call because, you know, we're all millennials and we don't do phone calls. So you start pacing around and you're walking and you're moving. That's a displacement behavior. So it's when your body is experiencing two or more conflicting emotions and you have to kind of do something as an outlet so for him he's feeling super angry and he probably wants to go and punch people in the face but he can't so <laughs> he'll just deflect that jones uh, isn't there to threaten so. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah what he needs is one of those rage rooms yeah that'd help <laughs> there you go i'm glad that you said something about that though because um i actually my husband walks like we'll walk all over the neighborhood while he's on the phone so now i'm gonna i'm gonna be like hmm, that's this place of behavior what's going on with you jay i clean when i'm angry so oh wow like that's useful <laughs> i don't get angry very often though so it really isn't <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm not angry so often either but if i was like every time i was moody if i wanted to clean wow that would be amazing my health would be so spotless <laughs> Right. My husband I mean, gets worried when I start cleaning, <laughs> like mopping the floor. <laughs> Gotta check in. You okay there, honey? Did I do anything to piss you off? Sorry. <laughs> in the bathroom, and he like is there with flowers. Like I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning a toilet with a vengeance. And he's just like, your flowers, honey. I love you. There's chocolates over there too. Yeah. Peanut butter M and M's on the couch. <laughs> there you go. So he does not clean. He crushes the paper. He slams the keyboard, throws the paper out the window, and I think it cracks it, right? No, he throws the keyboard. Yeah, and... that's the keyboard. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that looks like that looks like Mrs. Young's throw too. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> They're all like ma master weapons users there in her family. 
Did they both used to be in some kind of secret service or something with her? Because she throws the stars, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah he, can, uh, he can he can like frisbee his like controller, and then even Sam when uh yeah Mar when Ben like tried to give her that money, she like right. she got yeah. the money. <laughs> what does that family do for fun? <laughs> like... I I want to see them throwing darts or knives, you know, as a family activity. <laughs> That's what they did while Sam was sitting in the hospital bed. They put like a little like uh, target, and that's what they she did. <laughs> it's got Charles's picture. Oh no! <laughs> I can totally yeah. see Jones doing that, or uh, Mister Hinge doing that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can see it. Yeah, but what he does now instead is he slams his fist on the peachy pumpkin poto poto whatever protocol. The little cute <laughs> picture of Sam as a pumpkin lifts his finger and smashes it. Now we have the most hilarious <laughs> and surprising sequence in this whole comic. Mr. Agent 4 has a notification on his phone. Beep, beep, beep. Agent 4 activated. Sees it. And we have Lucy. Beep, 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 beep. Agent 13. We kind of knew she was involved anyway. We oh, already saw her have that yeah. app on her phone. But mm -hmm. Agent 13, yeah. 13. And she's like, oh, so much for a normal day. Yeah, you definitely called it. And then we have Mrs. I forgot her name. Wimpler? Whipple. 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 Yeah. Her landlady. She's Agent One. Activated. So, she's the one that was tattling on Charles when he was in white. Yeah. White? What? When he was getting the text messages in Hawaii, it was from Agent One. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, she knew it makes so much more sense she's, she's the one that gave him the picture that makes me so upset it does yeah. seriously oh my god this whole episode was very upsetting for me like the betrayal I know like it's like to protect Sam but she's a grown woman Like, look this at is toxic it is if, if she was aware of it and it was kind of under the, if she knew about the, about all of their role in her life, and then it would be okay, but she's not aware. It's all a secret. She's right. basically living the Truman Show. Why does she need the, this, like, what could possibly happen to her that she needs this much protection? Mm -hmm. Whether she knows it's there or not is almost irrelevant, you know. It's it, a little intense. We're wearing yeah. the teens now for agents yeah, yeah but for you know one girl so is there like something really dark going on in the background somewhere hmm. or is it just his paranoia or is he just crazy that's it <laughs> yeah right yeah. i know he says he doesn't do anything worth being blackmailed for but why does he I'm have like what is it, 16 agents casing her like yeah. that's crazy Yes, you know that. Then it then it probably is just a paranoia. Like I guess I like Sadie's theory of like, is there a dark family secret or like I don't know some mafia mm -hmm. connection, whatever. But yeah, if he doesn't have anything to be blackmailed for, then he is just paranoid. Yeah, I would I would like it to be something like you know just turn into that season of Archer where they all become the mafia. Direction the story is taking, not just a romance. <laughs> they do some. They must be like, well, they're a technology company, so I kind of wonder, like, maybe they have some big contracts, you know? Like, there's definitely a lot unknown right now, but all mm -hmm. I know is that dad be crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's not. Yeah. 
Like, what is that? The fire department he has in there, too? Oh, and even yeah, Bowser? The president? Well, maybe Bowser. we should just finish it, and then we can... Mm-hmm. We can yeah. Next, we have these two, two thighs, two people with thighs and knees, <laughs> cross legs, is it 15, 14 and 15, and it's the horny, the horny girls, ladies, who are <laughs> always there with Marshall, with Charles. They're just always present for, you know, nude men, basically. <laughs> they're like back in business time to duck up dust off your secret squirrel hat bitch <laughs> it was hilarious it was really fun maybe maybe they're the ones that took the picture right I don't oh, see Miss yeah. Whipple they had a con I don't see Miss mm-hmm. Whipple like sneaking up but I could see them sneaking around and taking the picture yeah mm-hmm. they definitely seem to track the men around Sam not really her as much <laughs> Yeah, they're like we we yeah, have a specialty. <laughs> they were they were they were watching Charles when Sam wasn't even around. So yeah, yeah gotta keep tabs on him. He's a bad guy. And even Marshall they enjoyed it ben. immensely. Yeah, yeah. When no, Marshall yeah. Ben, whatever we want to call him, was going for a run, he's like, "Yeah, they're making me really uncomfortable." So they're clearly right. watching him. Even when the protocol's not in order, they're always <laughs> there. And now you know why. <laughs> yep. And now we have the um, we have it on a landline or like a, a work phone, and it's the Oval Office. <laughs> it doesn't say president. what agent he is, though. Right. It doesn't say which agent he is. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! And then we have um, what is this? This is like SWAT or something. The next with the cars, like, like it, doesn't it? Yeah, the FBI. <laughs> He's got everything. Isn't that like SWAT? Those those I feel like those are the big vehicles that you see SWAT teams come out of. I'm really glad I have I have no first hand experience of SWAT teams coming into my house. Right. Now we have in the biggest betrayal ever, we have Sam's apartment and we have beep beep. We have Agent K9 activated and it's Bowser and Bowser stomps his leg and goes, Grr, security protocol initiated. End of season three. Continue. Aww. And I see, how this is like done in a, I see how this is done in like a comical, cute way. But when you really think about it, it is so, so bad. So bad. Yeah, it was hilarious. I will say this episode it was hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. Um, so I think, wonder, oh, what were you going to say? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think I, I've got this horrible feeling that when we get into season three, perhaps this is all just going to be some, you know, crazy thing that he's thought that happens at all. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, he was just like, you know, being what he wishes. Yeah, daydreaming. I feel like it's very ironic that uh, he is now using his network of secret spies that are spying on his daughter to find out who's spying on his daughter. Right. right. Well, yeah. okay, so we don't, do we think that this, this I forgot his name already, this guy, this creepy guy is actually spying on Sam or is he spying on like Marshall? I think it's Marshall or both of them. Marshall. Yeah, yeah, I think Marshall. I because... think it's definitely Marshall, but I think there's a possibility it could be both of them. And that's just I think it's, other I think theories it's, going down. I I think it's Marshall because remember one of the pictures being taken was of him, Colin, and Dean. 
Mm. So that's why it makes me think Marshall more than Sam, and Sam just gets caught up in it because he he lives next to her. Plus, Wasn't you know, there um, a guy spying on him talking with Monica on the right, park bench yeah. as well? Right. Yeah. 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 I, when did when did he message Mr. Lawson as I'm assuming he's messaging, and say that the price has gone up? Yes. When was mm. he? When was that conversation? Was that after? Um, young or after Monica? I believe after Monica. Okay. Yeah. So here's the question: Why would Mr. Lawson, if Mr. Lawson is his lawyer, right? Mr. Lawson also hires him to spy on his son. I mean, obviously, if it, it kind of fits in because we know that Mr. Lawson wants something from Marshall, you know, they could be doing happy. a quid pro quo kind of thing. It's like I'll keep you out of trouble if you work for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I think that maybe. So this is just a theory. It's not like really concrete or thought out yet. <clears throat> but I was thinking because you know, um, Mr. Young seems or not Mr. Young, Mr. Lawson seems a lot like he is, you know, not ready to release his control over Ben. And I'm and I don't think he wanted him to be a YouTuber. I think that he was like disappointed. I think I think they talk about that. So maybe he's this is you know what he's going to try and do to get you know, Ben under his control again, you know, mess with him financially. That's the easiest way to get somebody under control fast is because he has that job interview. That that makes so much sense. That's why we were all wondering like why, you know, obviously that he, you know, Marshall wants to be an artist. So like, what's the thing, but then that makes sense that he says that if I, if I do art, I can't do my YouTube channel. Maybe they're trying to mess with his YouTube channel, get him to start a job, quit his channel. And then eventually take the job out from under his feet and then he I'm not so sure if necessarily he can't go back to his YouTube channel but like he'll definitely suffer a loss or some sort or even like the job that is being offered is you know just somebody that Mr. Lawson has control over or something like that kind of like you know how Mr. Uh, Young is like has all these people under him supposedly watching on Sam I wonder if it's the same kind of person kind of thing with this person who's offering him this job Mm-hmm. yeah I think and so. that can go many different ways it could he could get the job to just kind of be under his father's thumb secretly or it could be designed to discourage him if he doesn't get the job and that right. could go badly mm-hmm. yeah that's um, thinking. to kind of find a way to get him to crawl back to his dad and then his dad was saying things like they're running out of time huh. and that's why I feel like I'm still looking for a connection between Mr. Lawson and Marshall's story and Sam. And I feel like there has to be a connection because Mr. Lawson is Mr. Young's lawyer. Mm -hmm. So here's Um, one theory I heard. I heard a theory that Marshall's dad wanted Ben to marry Sam. And I was saying he was running out of time because she's starting to talk to Charles. (laughs) Yeah. My husband told me that, like, I was telling my husband this story, and it, it was way, way, way back when, when we first saw Mr. Lawson, and he's, he, uh, he's like, well, maybe he's just trying to get her Mary Ben, and I'm like, oh, you might be right. <laughs> yeah, maybe that whole yeah. job offer is also Mr. Lawson pulling the strings. Yeah, well, and I was actually me. thinking that the Ellesmere job offer for Charles right, that's could what be, I meant, yeah. yeah, it could be uh, orchestrated by Mr. Lawson to try to get Charles out of the picture, mm. um, and that's, maybe well, that's why to- he feels like it's, uh, he's running out of time because he sees the relationship to put between Charles and, and Sam um, getting more intense. Also, I still don't think it's a um, 
I don't think it's an accident that um, Marshall mm -hmm. is Sam's neighbor. Mm. I'm kind of curious how he got that apartment. Um, I'm kind of, I, I, with this peachy pumpkin, peachy poo thing and Miss Whipple being mm -hmm. in on it, um, I kind of wonder if Mr. Lawson is aware of this protocol thing, because again, he is Mr. Young's lawyer. So well, he would like know. He would He's probably like, oh, Mr. Lawson, tell me, am I doing anything illegal for spying on my daughter? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think he's the right one to ask, <laughs> spying on his son. Right. Um, so maybe um, Marshall found the apartment through his sister. Um, maybe that Ooh. was on a, um, hey, honey, <laughs> honey, hey, sis, um, there's a whole bunch of crazy fans that know where I live. Can you help me find a new apartment, you know, um, and then they could orchestrate that so they could yeah. even have leaked his address that made him have to move exactly Damn. they could have leaked it to <laughs> get uh the fans to bombard him and get the same yeah. two thorny horse thirsty they maybe. could have made something happen to the person next door to get them to move out you could know block marshall's other apartment applications yeah there's yeah. so many things that they could do to force marshall into that apartment specifically Mm. I agree. Yeah, that's. And again, I, this is just me looking for a connection. I'm still looking for plot-wise, why when this happens is it going to affect Sam? Since I feel like it should, since she's also a main part of the story. Mm. I, mean, I don't. Think, I, I don't know if. I kind of almost wonder if sometimes if Sam is like a lead lead or if she's just one of the leads. I wonder if they're going to oh, follow I all agree. three you know I kind of in some ways wondered. I feel like Charles this last season has been just as much of a lead as Sam has and right Marshall when he was going through when we saw more of Marshall we're seeing more of Marshall now but we kind of had a break where we weren't seeing very much of him so there's definitely a lot of people that we're following but those three are definitely forefront yeah that's what I'm thinking too so I mean I, I really feel just like there are multiple endings to uh you know her game to ruminate i feel like there are gonna be multiple endings that's what mindy them. was thinking <laughs> yes <laughs> i really feel like choose your own adventure yeah it's adventure. gonna turn out to be one yeah. her, it's gonna turn out to be her next game yeah Ooh, I we'll back up and it'll be like her she's just created this other game and she's still in college that would feel like a men in black moment right when it's right. it's the world and you know it's the world within and then all of a sudden at the end of the movie they're playing with the marble that's the galaxy yeah I know. that would that's what that would feel like that would be such a mind trip yeah <laughs> i'd be like okay <laughs> yeah right my mind would have such a hard time wrapping around that. <laughs> I think I'd freeze. Yeah, I like the ending. The the you know we had it last season too. Um, you know, to continue and like the flashing light, really cute. Also, um, I know some people were like fetching about. They're like, wait, you know, I wanted to get a resolution for the you know Charles and Sam situation, but um, I have to say this this ending of season three follows the same pattern as the ending of season two. I don't remember the ending of season one right now, but basically it was like this cliffhanger moment and then That's we didn't question. get an answer and then it continued in season, you know, three. So now I think we're going to get, you know, the answer in season four 
<laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I also thought it was very interesting because obviously the end of season one, we saw Marshall's traumatic moment, right? And then the no, end was. of mm -hmm. season two, it wasn't exactly Charles's traumatic moment, but it was a big moment. I mean, when we had the emoticons, we saw control for the first time. That was pretty intense. Um, and this time, it's another man in Sam's life that we see the extent of his trauma and toxic behavior and so I think I think it follows the pattern just like you said I, I was expecting obviously something involving Sam and Charles um, more but um, this makes sense mm. so yeah, I didn't think we were gonna see any more of um, Sam and Charles after last week I was like no knowing that the next episode is um, the season finale no, that was yeah. a, the second to last one was a really nice cliffhanger to leave it on. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Some people were thinking that the episodes should have been flopped, but I totally get why they weren't because then that would have been a time jump for one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, just a lot, the Charles moment was a bit more um, emotional mic droppy. And then mm -hmm. this one was, well, what the heck is he doing, Mike Droppy? <laughs> also, it sets up the the another like um, conflict for next season, which mm -hmm. is the the stalker yeah. right? and like what he's doing and who's hiring him and what what the outcome is going to be of the stalker guy. And um, it did answer the question that it is not the same person watching Sam as is watching Marshall because we were thinking that maybe it's the same right. person, um, but it obviously isn't. Um, and it is kind of a Mr. Lawson moment i mean we didn't mm -hmm. see mr lawson we hear about him a little bit you through the whole him. yeah um the lawyer high high-end lawyer but um so it's still hinting and we still mm -hmm. don't know what's going on i'm assuming mr lawson's involved mm -hmm. i thought it answered two big questions it answered the question of who's stalking marshall you know who that mysterious guy was and it also answered the question of who exactly is in this peachy protocol so, yeah that was um does anybody else have any theories about who else is involved i've got a few but um uh, huh. i feel like mr young would find people um oh, in d. every location that she frequents d. so i was mm -hmm. thinking the cafe yeah. would have to be d yeah i'm actually thinking it's link, link. it could definitely be link it We're could balanced. definitely be link but i feel like it's probably more likely d or both maybe yeah, and i just don't see d like but then again d's d has been with sam since college so yeah. i mean that's something he's probably she, she could have been put there by mr Why? young because if he's been following her for a long time he's he's been remember miss young said again oh no Ooh, right right so the d could have been somebody who was assigned to follow sam all the way from college what about in the guild well definitely see guild? that's the other one definitely some in the guild i would think more than well, one in the guild and i wouldn't well, actually sorry i was thinking personally that he would have reached out to link because what like sam was there when his dad died and when his dad mm -hmm. passed away and mr young would have known you know i mean obviously this behavior isn't new so he would have known and he would have known that link needs money and he's mm -hmm. obviously paying for these services so i feel like he would have reached out to him first maybe mm -hmm. um there we we um, know the way that link came into her life but we do mm -hmm. not know exactly how d came into her life but that's right 
I would actually not be surprised if Angela and Vicky were in on it because I feel like I don't want to say that they're those kind of friends, but I look at Lucy and I'm like, Lucy seems like she's our friend and she's being kind. And so I'm kind of wondering that these people probably do care about Sam, really, truly, yeah. but they're all in this protective like they're they're tricked by their father, by her father to kind of have this overbearing emotional desire to protect her from everything. And Angela has yeah, been protecting her since elementary school. So I, I would actually be doing it. I, did, I see I, Angela because I feel like Angela would feel justified in doing that because, you know, she's very protective. But Vicky, I, with like her emotional maturity and, you know, like her character throughout everything, I just don't see it. What if I they're doing it to appease the father? Like, well, he's going to have somebody do it. What if we're the ones doing it and then we can filter out what we actually send to dad? Mm-hmm. But if you see Vicky get really affected by, um, you know, the emotions of other people around her. Mm-hmm. So, so what if she would probably not be a very good choice because, you know, it, it, it would be too, too much for her. She wouldn't yeah. cope with it. I, complete, I, I completely agree. But I'm just saying I could see how Mongi could still justify making Vicky um, one of the agents because um, maybe Vicky saw what Mr. Young was going through when he asked or approached her and was like, oh, he needs, he needs this. He can't function without it. So I'll provide that help for him. You know, I, I, I don't know, obviously, but I definitely think her friends treat her in such a way that it's very loving, but very overly protective. And um, I, well, I, I can't trust Bowser now, so I can't trust Vicky or Angela at this point. Oh, no, 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 no. Bowser is fine because he is a puppy and they only <laughs> work for, they work on a reward-based system. So he's just going to go for what whoever gives him the most cookies, that's what he's going to do. So what if he right. has something on his collar that allows for him to, to record in her house? Um, that's not Bowser though, is it? No, it's not. He's a good uh, but I'm just like, I'm just like, <laughs> the whole, it just is so scuzzy. By the way, yeah. I think someone on Facebook was saying something about, um, you know, what if Bowser, <laughs> the reason that he, you know, he was so vociferously anti-Marshall was so because he was the canine, you know, the peachy protocol, and then it was disbanded and he was like more neutral towards him. Oh. I don't know. Well, why would you like Charles? Right. Like, they're both I think it was just the Welsh moment and working <laughs> for... Uh, Mr. Young, not that he would know his dog. I don't know, but uh, um, I think I think Charles caught him off guard with the whole Welshy intro. So maybe, yeah. yeah going the, but going back to the Vicky thing, I feel like Vicky is all about trust and boundaries, and I really don't see her breaking that trust in Sam. Like even when she talks to like Marshall as like Ben, she's just like. I want you to be comfortable. I don't want to break your trust. Like, I just really don't see her doing that to Sam. I could see Angela doing it, though, because she overdoes. Do you see Angela keep being able to keep that secret from Vicky, though? I bet Vicky knows about it, but I don't see her participating does in that. Does that make her any better, though? If she knows about it, does that make her any better? Yeah, I don't think she would know, either. I think if she knows, she would tell Sam. I wonder if it's Alice. I would hope. But I, in all honesty, if you'd asked me beforehand, I would say the same about Lucy. Hmm. No, and then I'm assuming Uma is agent as well. Lucy is under gossip. 
Like, I wonder, though, if, like, Dallas, if he approached Dallas because, you know, Dallas, you know, is a teenage boy. He needs money, you know, obviously, to do his weird toilet paper sculptures. But um, <laughs> um, also, I was thinking of, like, you know, maybe he, like, records their gaming and stuff like that in, like, the chats for Mr. Young. Ugh. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I just don't like Dallas, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. Um, I, I'm assuming Umid is in on it uh, because of the looks mm. that Umid and Lucy give each other all the time. Mm. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if all of the employees that she works with are in on it. Um, I don't see them having a problem obeying their boss and spying on the daughter. I don't think that they feel like they're spying, though. I mean, just listening to Agent 4 saying, escorting. I'm just protecting her. I'm just escor ex escorting. I can't, apparently can't say that word. Well, um, remember when uh, Charles was, like, saying that they have, you know, basically put you in a cradle. And if you look around the circle, I wonder if that's the people who are working with Sam's dad, you know? Yeah. So... Now my question is, how is Sam going to react when she finds out? Will she find out? Ooh, I, I think she will. She should. I hope she does. Um, I do find it interesting that we are currently waiting for a um, a reaction on her invasion of privacy of Charles glancing at her phone and seeing a single message that he didn't even unlock, right? Right. And I find very ironic that we now discover she has no privacy. Not at all. Do we None. think that Charles is in on it too? No. Do you think no. that's why he initially yeah. started getting closer? No. Okay. Uh, so mm -hmm. two things I'll just point out why I think it's not Charles is not in on it. Well, besides that, Mr. Young hates Charles. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that is the biggest one. Yeah. Right? Mr. Young didn't even keep. Mr. Young literally broke Charles's phone when he thought that he had a picture of his mm. daughter on it. I do not think that he's okay. going to have an app on it that allows him to follow his daughter. That is um, so fair and valid. I did not think about yeah. that. <laughs> and then um, he also was very, he did not like the idea of her being on the bus. And he had even those visions of people treating her badly and um, mm -hmm. causing her problems on the bus. And if he'd been in 5P, then uh, he would have known that there's somebody already there watching her on the bus. So mm -hmm. we wouldn't have yeah. to worry about her. So well, those are my two things besides Mr. Young. Three things well, hating him that I don't think Charles is in on it. So to put more, so I was reading more of like the myth, uh, you know, the Greek myths, because, you know, all of their like gamer names and stuff, like, <clears throat> and how we're kind of following that. In the myth, uh, Ariadne does leave her dad, but is then abandoned on an island. So I don't know how this is going to go. I wonder... I wonder if she's going to follow Charles Ooh, and, and is then the abandoned. England. Yeah. Yes, and is then abandoned on an island, aka the UK. <laughs> I, I will say one thing about the myth. I hope that the myth and the names are there for um, <clears throat> likeness and, and a little bit of context. But I really hope that Mongi is not following the story to the letter and one of course is because I want her to end up with Charles but <laughs> I also yeah. didn't expect this to feel like a retelling like when you read a moder modernization of Beauty and the Beast or something like that I, I want to hear the story about Sam, Charles and Marshall and if if she follows it to the letter then I'm going to be kind of like oh but that's 
is that really their story or are you just having to follow it because you set yourself mm. up to follow it I don't I don't know does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are multiple versions of all of the myths anyway you know yeah. because they are so old they are thousands of years old and you get that kind of um uh what do they call it Chinese telephone? whispers mm. oh yeah telephone same thing Chinese whispers um <laughs> But <laughs> um, you get that kind of, you know, it, it changes a little bit here and there. And then, um, well, that's why I'm, I'm hoping Mongi's making it her own version yeah. of it, as opposed to following the myths to the letter kind of thing. But um, that's also yeah. just because I don't like the idea of Charles just dropping her off somewhere and then leaving and then well, him being be gone from one. the story, too. So. It could be it could be that you know when he starts doing that that's his first you know part and then eventually does something else. That's ridiculous. kind of the not, illusion in Ruminate. So. What what if it's like not an actual island like the UK or something like that? What if she follows him? She finds out. Let's say she finds out about basically all the surveillance. So and it is some of her friends. So maybe she cuts them off in anger and stuff like that. And so it's just her and Charles on that island because he's all she has left at that point that she trusts because he's the only one who wasn't part of the whole 5P protocol. So what if it's like, you know, like a figurative island and then he ends Mm. up leaving her while she's technically alone? Maybe. And Marshall is the one who comes in. You know what I mean? As her next door neighbor and is able to, because at that point she doesn't have anybody because she cut off all these people because she's mad at them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they I, start doing their art together or the mm-hmm. video games and the art together that they are talking about. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about uh, what you guys think on, um, oh, what is her reaction going to be? I mean, you asked this, Mindy, and we didn't really talk about it, but. Um, <laughs> how is she going to respond is so when she finds out if she finds out is she going to automatically assume charles is in it because technically she could assume and get mad at him and assume that he's in on it without finding out that's a possibility um or she could even assume that marshall's in on it because her friends are in in on it so why wouldn't marshall be in on on it too at that point who's she going to trust it's that whole truman show moment where everybody around you is in on it and who can you trust until you get out of it? I mean, I would hope that when she finds out, she kind of gets an accurate list, like, uh, you know, all the agents. So she'll know exactly who is and isn't in it. But I'm hoping that she'll stand up for herself and totally chew her dad out and cut him off for a while, which he should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to him. Because in, in, the, in the original myth, she does leave her dad, her father's house. So or maybe maybe that means she's going to leave the company. Mm. She should. Well, she sure has to. She needs company. to leave the Everyone company. Everyone yeah. knows that. I know. It's so yeah. scuzzy. Ugh. So do we? Do we think that? Um, have we? Have we decided on who might be the Minotaur figure? Yeah. Mm. Mr. Young. Yeah. I think I'll be fine. Or Mr. Lawson. Ben's dad. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. but I feel like it. Like it's the act itself of spying on her because it's a monstrous thing to do. You know. Oh yeah. I was going to say, we have this really interesting moment, too, where we've got Charles dealing with his trust issues. They're finally, his hearts have frozen and all of this trauma and trust issues are coming, uh, bubbling up, and then he's having these reactions. And now we find out that Sam is potentially just going to have her trust shattered as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think that Sam 
would necessarily expect this many people to be spying on her, but we've seen time and time again when we're like, oh my God, how is she going to react when she didn't know who Dion was? Um, and she already knew and she didn't say anything. Like, I feel like a part of her knows she's being spied on. I just don't think she knows to what extent it is. So I think she's going to be partially surprised by how big it is, but also knows that her dad is crazy doing that to her. Yeah, didn't exactly. Didn't she move out? Oh, this is in the, in the extra episode that we get when you buy the book. Uh, we kind of found out that her dad was against her moving in the first place. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that obviously makes sense, but uh, yeah. So it's just, I feel like this, he's been in on this for the beginning. I mean, obviously her landlady is an agent. So <laughs> he probably bought the whole building <laughs> and he he's vetted every single person in that apartment. It's probably empty besides her and Marshall. <laughs> Oh God! I didn't notice that. No, this is this is me just like spiraling. <laughs> Good the job, monkey. You got me spiraling. Film with agents. Yeah, I don't know. That's insane. Yeah, this is just. Uh... Okay, so do you guys think that Bowser is like a childhood? I don't know if this has ever been covered, but is Bowser like a childhood dog, or do you think Sam's dad bought her Bowser yeah. when she moved out? Yeah. So that that was the extra story. Yeah, right? that's the extra yeah, episode yeah. in uh, the book when you buy it. Oh, episode she gets it when she moves. Yeah, it's a really oh, sweet story. Yeah, y'all can find it. I have to go buy the book now. That's what we do after this. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should go buy the book so you can see that secret episode. Um, but yeah, so so uh, she did have a dog growing up, but mm. that is not him. Okay, Bowser. Uh, Bowser is only as old as she's been in that apartment. He was he was a puppy when ah. she got that apartment. So Mr. So. Young bought Bowser for Sam to spy on her. There you go. Oh. Um, when when we saw that Bowser was in on it, it kind of made me feel like that's probably how all of her friends are. Is they're in on it because they want to protect her. They're not trying to hurt her, but they're not seeing what they're doing as toxic. Mm -hmm. Um and they're escorting her somewhere or they're just making sure she's safe. It's okay. We're just making sure she's safe, but it's the implication that she is incapable of taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. So I can see everybody, like I said, except for Vicky doing that. And like you said, it, it is true that if she knows about it, it's just as bad if she doesn't tell Sam, but I really like, I don't see that in Vicky's personality. She's so sensitive and empathetic. I feel like Vicky would be like, how would I feel? if everybody that I knew and thought that I trusted betrayed me in such a way. I don't think she would be able to do it. Yeah, but that's what everybody should be thinking. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, perhaps they, they don't know the extent of it, you know. They've, they've... <laughs> I'm agent 11. I'm, all, I'm the only one. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the extent. <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, Mr. Young has gone, oh, could you just, you know, keep an eye on her? And they, they've kind of gone, yeah. oh, yeah, all right. See, and that seems really like easy thing to do. They have but... the app. I mean, come on. If you made a whole freaking app for it, like, that's a tip, that's a tip off. That's Although, that's to be that's fair, fair that's Sam that's should that. have noticed that button on his desk. Yeah. Well, we know that her dad is in a technology 
based industry. So maybe, I mean, maybe he just programs apps in his free time. And that's why Sam is working on it because the next game I think is supposed to be an app, isn't it? We, uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about this when we first found out about the app is um, he is not a techie. He's a businessman. Oh, okay. So that means that the people working for him had to create the app for him. Yeah. <gasps> What's Mrs. Young going to do when she finds out? Who was watching Mrs. Young? Oh my God, right? I think he's right. Oh what God. if he's spying? What if all of the other agents are spying on Mrs. Young? I mean, I just feel like if he's willing to do so much, he he has no limit. Because remember, he did almost lose her and her mom. I think yeah. that both of them had complications from the pregnancy. So yep, I maybe would not you're be right. surprised if he's got somebody watching his wife. Yeah. Well, probably has an app for that. Crazy when when she was off in Hawaii, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mr. Young, uh, Mrs. Young and Sam should just dump Mr. Young, leave him stranded, let him eat his He sandwich. should be put on the island. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Face the minotaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AKA himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is it's I adore Mr. Young. His anti- mm-hmm. antics and the way he is drawn is so hilarious. When he saw the cut on uh, her hand and he blanched in the, the way she did the animation right. for that, it was priceless. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, but man, he's got issues. Yep. He's got serious issues. Agreed. <laughs> All right. What was everyone's favorite panel for this episode? Mm. That's a great question. Bowser? Bowser. Yeah. That was super that, cute. Yeah. I mean, he was adorable. Out of all of the agents, he is the most innocent. Hmm. <laughs> I think I liked the bit where um, Mr. Young went super Siam for a second and slammed the bird. Yeah. I thought just got it. <laughs> Brilliant. The evil eyes. So good. And it was so, I don't know if you read any of the like, the big long running mangas, but it was exactly like you know, <laughs> something you would see in absolutely. The- <laughs> I, I love that. That's like part of the reason I love it so much. It just it just is something that I feel like you'd see in an anime or a manga or something like yeah. that. Just yeah. so much. Isn't it so fun how she incorporates all those different yeah. styles? It's mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah, or even when she when she okay. sorry when she pulls back to like show their their alpha side I mean that's another style you know um it's just it's just so fun to see all of the the chibis and yeah. just, it's cute it's cute I love it yeah my favorite panel would probably be thirsty thirsty ladies because I do like them I relate to them <laughs> for better or for worse I'm a very thirsty young lady <laughs> and um I think they're so funny and I also think it's cute to that she incorporated like these characters that we thought were just background characters and like funny sidekicks and mm-hmm. here they are they're actually you know engaged in the plot so I thought it was can you think of any other ones that might be agents I was trying to go through and I'm like does anybody else show up like those do right. those characters do and I don't I don't I couldn't think of anybody hmm. that's what makes me think that most of the people that she knows and that are friends are more agents mm-hmm. or yeah hmm. right uh Ocean what was your favorite panel I think I have to agree. Um, I think it was my favorite panel and Mr. Young just absolutely freaked out with that cartoonish style. It was amazing. Hesitated and smashed that button. <laughs> yep. oh, that was hilarious. 
Um, Although I did laugh at the president. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that was pretty funny. Like the, the swap machine with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. uh, I think that my one of my favorites is uh, Lucy just going so much for a normal Monday. <laughs> like, she's an agent, but she doesn't take it all that seriously. Is right. what I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, what kind of crazy scheme has he like roped me into this time? You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like she's in it maliciously or whatever. I feel like she just like, oh gosh, this man. You know, something about her boss also, right? So yeah. Well, and it doesn't doing? seem like they're there to influence her one way or another. I mean. Right. The guy on the bus was having a pleasant conversation with her about Charles, and I'm sure Mr. Young wouldn't have encouraged that conversation. Um, right. So I think I think they are genuine when they're with her. It's just they report back. Mm. Lucy cracks me up, though. I remember, I forget what she was saying, but she was just, like, leaning on the desk one time. She's like, so, are you seeing anybody? Like, she's mm. not even trying to hide it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't seen that mailman. Maybe he's in on it. Mm. Oh. He gets around town, that's for sure. So what are your predictions for uh, the opening episode of season four? What do you think we'll start with? You know, sorry, real quick, but you know who we haven't seen in a while, but is in the same building, is Rosewood. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rosewood works in the modeling agency building, like up, up down the floor, right. or up a floor. Or something like that. But it's in the same like building, I think. Mm-hmm. Because I remember that. on the first floor, so must be up. Yeah. So because like they were in the all in the elevator together. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if like she's like a an agent. I mean, could be. She doesn't see her very often. But she still works in the same building, so you know, where she goes and gets lunch. Yeah. So yep. next season, I was kind of surprised. So this episode to me seems like a great way to start the next season. So I'm kind of hoping on the next season we open up with Charles and Sam because I'm dying to know <laughs> Sam's reaction to Charles. <laughs> That's my hope for it. Do you have I... any theories on what it will be? her reaction yeah no I think she's gonna set some boundaries and say why are you going through my phone that's not okay and I think they might have like another deep conversation and I think he's either to reevaluate that contract Hmm. I I almost feel like Charles is gonna play it off like oh your phone was ringing so I just like uh, you know be like oh I'll you know like sometimes like I you know sometimes like my phone will ring and I'll leave it on the table or something like that so we'd be like oh so-and-so is calling do you want me to get it or something like that you know maybe he's gonna play it off like that I wonder it's like in that movie um that called The Holiday oh Uh, yeah yeah it's been a long time since I've seen that one Cameron Diaz and Mm -hmm. Kate Winslet yeah, yeah, that's right. And then Cameron Diaz, his phone rings. She picks it up. Oh, Sophia. I'm sorry I looked. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I wonder if he's going to try and play it off like that. That would be really funny because Mongi would be totally trolling us to make us wait all the break for the season to just be like, ah, this is nothing. Not a big deal. <laughs> I, I, I think Sam episode. will call him on it. But watch the first episode doesn't even have that in there. It's like back to Marshall. We're like, yeah, <laughs> I think that's all happen. I think yeah. I think she'll keep us in suspense for a few more episodes till we get there. 
Um, we still don't know what's happening with Ellesmere. I swear, he got that job offer years ago. <laughs> I, well, I think he did. Like, I told you, you know, when I started, I started Webtoons when my daughter was literally a newborn because I was stuck in, like, bed all day recovering and nursing and doing all this stuff. I was like, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything, you know? I was like, and I kept getting all these ads for, uh, webtoons and I was like oh I guess we'll check it out and then I fell into the <laughs> rabbit hole but that's about the time that I discovered because I think I started with Laura Olympus and then went to Let's Play almost immediately because they were the top ones at the time yeah. so I've been like she's gonna she's four years old she's turned four a few months ago she'll be in kindergarten next year that's how long it's been <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and it wasn't even like the story wasn't even brand new then. I think that we were like halfway through or even close to the end of the first season. Yeah. Because so. that's literally a week ago in Let's Play storyline. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it a week or two weeks? Uh, probably two right. weeks. Because it was before they started sleeping with each other, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's about two weeks. Yeah. I'd have to look at it again time-wise, time but yeah <laughs> well now that now that it's on a break I'm just gonna have to reread it because she's on a break Lily's on a break like eight million authors on a break I'm I, I even read uh comics on tapas and like half the people I'm reading there they're on a break too so I'm like well just time to reread I guess yeah I haven't I stopped reading um <laughs> night poppy poppy land so I'm I'm that's the one that I'm gonna binge read mm, me too. while I'm waiting yeah I left off on the uh, the frog part. <laughs> I remember that part. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, before we, do we have any closing words before we move on to you know chit chatting about other comics? Anything? Any closing words for this episode? We love you, Mongi. Keep keep us uh, informed on what your plans are. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. I'm gonna miss you at a Comic Con. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Comic Con is actually where I'm from, so I'm really sad I missed you, Mongi. So. Oh. I can't wait for the next season. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, um, you know, I will say, getting... by the way, the biggest surprise for me that happened this season was that I fell in love with Marshall because I started out like completely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Marshall is like, oh, he's just a cutie pie. Like, he's just like a good he's guy. He's a puppy. But yeah, and I was yeah. like obsessed with Charles. And I still like Charles a lot. But Marshall has has wended his way into my heart as well. So now I now I like them both. And so that was nice. That was a nice little surprise. <laughs> I think for me, um, the best surprise of this season was how open Charles was willing to be with Sam, because I really mm-hmm. thought he was going to push all those feelings aside and just close down again. So I'm really proud of him. You know, he's checking her phone and being a little bit weird, but he's working on it. Mm. Yeah. I think a big surprise for me was just how much he's had to go through. I mean, we always got these little glimpses, and, um, oh, he was married before. Oh, now it, he caught them in the act. Oh, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't his. I mean, there's so many things. So many things. Yeah. So that was surprising. <laughs> it's me and any any big things that happened for you this season? I don't know that we could pick. There's just so many. It's like so many bombs dropped at once that I'm like, wait a sec, where even am I? You know? So I, I mean, really liked all of the in game stuff, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed all of that. But you're right, there was just, just so much happened. 
need one of those like murder boards to keep uh, <laughs> keep tabs on it. You know, like a strings and bug doughs. Oh yeah, like that. Uh, it's always sunny episode where he like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, all right. Okay, so we we leave this episode with best wishes from Mangi and thanks for a wonderful story. And looking thanks, forward to season four. <laughs> Thank you to my current patrons, Susie and Lady Libras, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Puggles, and Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Emilda, Esther, I'm watching you people, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo. Your support is truly appreciated.